All right, we welcome you back inside the Harbor Center here in Buffalo, New York. Time for our second admission, sponsored by Merrimack Grad School. John Leahy with you here, and uh, we're joined here in our second admission by Chris Aliano, Sports Information Director at Merrimack College. First of all, Chris, great to see you. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in Merrimack, the fall season. Uh, where do we get? Where, where do we begin? How about the uh, women's team uh, inaugural year? Uh, let's start with them. Uh, I mean, it, it's November, John, and uh, these last two months, what a whirlwind they have been, and, and absolutely no no more appropriate place to, spot, to start than with the women's team. Uh, you go back to that October 2nd night, uh, inaugural night, uh, wound up putting that game on TV on ESPN3 and I believe on WBIN, one of their stations as well, and it, it drew over 1,800 fans, uh, the largest. We were trying desperately to, uh, to, to get confirmation from hockey, but uh, they just didn't have confirming the records anyway. We really wanted to try and say that it was the uh, largest inaugural crowd uh, ever for any women's hockey game, but we were uh, we settled with our largest ever uh, program debut in Hockey East. Uh, the attendance was great. The atmosphere was incredible. Uh, we welcomed the St. Cloud State uh, all the way from Minnesota. They came here, great sports, and uh, that's a seasoned team that plays in the WCHA, one of the best women's uh, conferences out there. We wound up uh, having a 4-2 lead late in the third. Uh, St. Cloud came back. Uh, they wound up winning that game St. Cloud did, but I mean, for the women's hockey program this year, it's going far beyond the wins and losses. Uh, it's just so, so awesome to see Erin Hamlin finally. Uh, she was there at the end of my first year in June uh, 2013. Uh, she got hired, and just to see the building blocks that she uh, and Brent Hill and Casey Bellamy and now Zoe Hickel uh, have built over the last two, two plus years, and it's finally there on the ice of the tangible instead of just, you know, hour long practices, all they had last year. Uh, they're finally out there. They're playing real games that matter. It started in early October, uh, late September, if you count an exhibition, and they've been going at it. They're, they've got a couple wins along the way. Uh, for Erin, uh, a little bit bittersweet because she uh, her first win, the program's first win, was against, of course, her alma mater at uh, the University of New Hampshire. Uh, they wound up getting another big win against a pretty good Colgate uh, squad, and here they are. It's November. Uh, they lost one nothing today against Connecticut. Goaltending's not their problem. Uh, Sam Ridgewell's one of the best, uh, I think, in hockey East. She sees uh, a lot of shots a game. Uh, hockey East, women's and men, especially for women, one of the better, uh, one of the best conferences in the country. They're going to be challenged every night, and regardless of the wins and losses, at least me from the administrative point of view, it's just it's awesome to see them out there uh, finally competing because uh, they've been building for so long, and you know they're finally uh, finally competing. That's all that matters. It's been a great summer. Well, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the the soccer, men's soccer. What can you tell us about that? What a fall it's been, and uh, men's soccer is right back where uh, they've been really since since I began in 2012-13. Uh, Tony Martone, it's, he's one of three coaches who's been there over 30 years. Uh, my first year, he made NCAs, just missed out the year after. Uh, last year, made NCAs, and he's in great shape once again to to make the NCAs. Uh, he finished uh, the men's soccer team finished uh, the number two seed in the in the regular season and the NA10 standings. They keep losing key players. They lost probably one of the better goaltenders, uh, goalkeepers in the country last year, and Jose Silva. Uh, they're starting uh, basically a redshirt freshman in net, and they still have won 14 games up until this point. They still finished second in the league standings. A uh, number of all-league selections. A big win in the NA10 quarterfinals. Just lost yesterday to Adelphi uh, in the semifinals. So they won't have a chance to contend for the NA10 crown, but they're basically a lock uh, for, the, for the NCAA tournament. That's my unofficial word, 
but you look at the regional rankings, they were two or three and top six get in uh, for the men's Division Two NCAA tournament. So they're, they're basically a lot. We should know that on uh, Monday at 6 o'clock is the, uh, the men's soccer selection show. And just another great ball for them. Uh, 14 wins. They started the year beating a couple of uh, top programs out of, outside of their conference. Uh, they got revenge last year. Uh, they had a magical run all the way to the regional finals. Lost a close one to LIU Foes. Got some revenge. Beat them back in September. And then they just do what they've done the last uh, the last three, four years that I've been here. Uh, win some big games. Win some close ones. Uh, left them, uh, wound up, I think, uh, only losing two games in conference play. 9-2-2. Two two. That's just Tony Martone. That's his team. And, and hopefully, I know the sting yesterday is tough. I know how badly they really want uh, a shot at the league title. Uh, just a definite trophy that they can hold by the end of the year. It's, it's tough for now, but they're going to be in the NCAA tournament, and uh, you know they're going to have another chance to, to make a deep run. Let's talk about the football team. Uh, I know that's a lot of exciting talk uh, up at Merrimack. Uh, what can you tell us about football? Dan Curran has, uh, in his three years as head coach, he starts off with a big win against Wagner, a Division One program two years ago. Uh, last year, trying to establish basically a new era of quarterback, a lot of in- historic amount of injuries. So they only won four wins last year. That's probably why they didn't get a lot of respect in the preseason poll. They were picked eighth uh, to start the year. And, man, the first three games, losing them all within uh, one possession. So they start off the year 0-3, and they could have just as easily been 3-0. They jumpstart themselves. It's a big win at New Haven, first time they've ever won there uh, at the end of September. Uh, they lost another one possession game to LIU Post. And after today, four straight wins. They're playing as well as anyone in the conference, let alone the country. Uh, they've clinched the winning season. First time they've won six any 10 regular season conference games since they uh, won the conference back in 2009. Uh, they've been, they're going to finish as the three seed in the regular season standings. And they get one of those wins along the way. They'd be playing uh, Assumption next week for uh, a chance at the league title. I know saying how close you are isn't any consolation for them, but I, I spoke with Dan earlier over email. He's so proud of his kids. Uh, he, he thinks the way they're playing right now is better, as good, if not better, than any other time he's been at Merrimack, either as a head coach or an offensive coordinator before then. Uh, the good news, they're going to get a little chance of revenge next week as the uh, number three seed hosting fourth seed is Stone Hill. Uh, the Skyhawks, they just uh, just lost a close game to them earlier in September. I think 24-20 was the final of that one. Um, NCAA tournament, probably won't be uh, looking at that as far as that picture. They only basically take uh, one team from the NE10, and that'll likely be the winner of next week's uh, championship game. But it's just a great a great chance to close out what's been uh, an incredible close to the year as far as the last month and a half goes. A great chance for those seniors to close it out at home, on your home turf, on a high note. So that'll be next Saturday at 1 o'clock at uh, Martoma Howell Field. All right, and uh, also, uh, how, about, uh, how about volleyball? Did, did I say something about uh, women's volleyball as well? Volleyball, very young. Uh, they lost a couple of seniors last year, so uh, they're kind of on the outside looking in as far as uh, the NHL tournament goes. Uh, women's soccer and field hockey, though, they're right there. Uh, basically, yesterday, all three of them, men's soccer, field hockey, and women's soccer, were all up playing in any 10 semifinal games. Uh, unfortunately, all three just missed out all one-goal losses. Uh, women's soccer was at another young team. They were at a Delphi nationally ranked team. They lost in double overtime. Uh, Could have gone either way. Uh, field hockey, another young team that I thought was a year away. There they go. And rounds just doing what she does. Uh, they finished as the number three seed in the regular season standings. Uh, both those teams right in the bubble as far as NCAA tournament berths go. It'll be close. I, I, I look at the regional rank.
top eight. Uh, for field hockey, it's only top three. Well, they're going to be right on the bubble. Uh, field hockey, we should know tomorrow at 1 o'clock is the uh, Division II selection show. Women's soccer is a half hour after the men on Monday night. So 6 o'clock is the men and the women at 6.30. Uh, we've got all those links online at MerrimackAthletics.com. You follow, uh, of course, uh, all the social media outlets, uh, Twitter, uh, M- at MC underscore Warriors, and, uh, of course, Facebook, uh, Mer- Facebook.com slash Merrimack Warriors. We'll have all the information there. We're hoping uh, we're hoping to see all three in the NCAA tournament. That would be the first time in the history of Merrimack Athletics that men's, women's soccer, and field hockey will all be in, in the NCAA tournament. A great fall. Uh, you're going to see uh, the president's standings probably come out uh, early December, and, you know, we should be right up there in the top three, top four. Uh, you know, we, we didn't mention uh, the cross countries of the world, women's golf. They won their second A-10 tournament in five months because it used to be a spring sport. They switched it to the fall. Uh, they dominated that again. Uh, across, of course, the, the women's rowing team, uh, they got underway. Uh, women's tennis made it to the A-10 semifinals. It's, you know, another great fall all across the board. And, you know, for, for hockey, we're all used to how there's a winter sport. It's just as much fall sport, so you kind of can loop that into that as far as, you know, the men's and women's hockey success in the first month of the year. It's just it's a crazy time, and we're finally getting close to the end of that crossover season. Uh, and, and then you get to the winter season, and yeah, basketball, uh, both teams have high expectations this year as well. Well, that's what I was going to ask you before I let you go. Basketball, men and women, uh, how do you handicap them very quickly? Kurt uh, Hamill might be looking at one of his, uh, his better teams in, uh, in recent memory here. Basically, everyone coming back. Uh, all Every starter, you get a key reserve coming back who uh, was lost last year to injury. Probably one of the best backcourts in the 80-10, one of the best in the country. Uh, probably one of the best uh, guards in the country in Jelva Solano. You hate to, and, you know, Bert Hamill's as honest and down earth as they come, uh, but I think even he's excited for, for how special this team could be. And, uh, since I've been here, you know, since 2012, I've seen a lot of teams, basically every team, across uh, fall, winter, and spring, make those uh, magical postseason runs. Going to see the conference semis, conference finals. And men's basketball has just been that one team that I've been waiting to see break out, and I really think it's going to be this year. Not just in the conference race, uh, but in the NC tournament race as well. Uh, they could be something special. The women, a lot of potential there as well. Uh, they're young, looking to replace a few key starters, but you know, it's any time. Uh, it's, it's not the one or two teams dominate like it might have been five, six, seven years ago. It's wide open, and as we've shown, uh, Merrimack women, all you, sometimes all you have to do is get in, and you wind up in the semifinals like we did uh, in my first year. It should be a fun winner, uh, including both hockeys. Uh, men's basketball, I think, is going to have a really, really special season. And women's basketball, uh, once those new players come in, get adjusted to the collegiate game, uh, Monique LeBlanc is one of the best coaches in this conference. She'll she'll have them all figured in, and you know they'll be contending for a playoff spot as always. And Chris, of course, uh, anybody who wants to get the information can go to MerrimackAthletics.com. That's re- that's really the central location, isn't it? It always is, Johnny. Uh, that's that's our main plug, MerrimackAthletics.com. And uh, if you're not following us on our social media outlets, I uh, just mentioned it, but we'll plug them again: Facebook.com. Merrimack Warriors. Twitter is at MC underscore athletics. And uh, we're Instagramming a lot this fall. We've, we've been behind on Instagram, but you know, we've upped our game. And that is uh, same as Facebook on Instagram uh, at Merrimack Warriors, all one word. That's where you'll find everything you'll need to know. And hopefully this fall, it's not over. Hopefully uh, we're getting to see some defense each other run starting up next week. Chris Aliano, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Thanks for all you do. And uh, we'll see you out at Amherst Friday night. You got it, Johnny. Thank you.
All right, that's Chris Aliano. He's the Sports Information Director at Merrimack College. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back and have a recap of third period action from Buffalo, New York. That's coming up next. You're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior Hockey right here on the Merrimack Radio Broadcast Network.